the last time we recorded was August, and it's now uh, what month is it again? October. <laughs> October. How does time yeah. work? I forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we we decided a while ago that we were gonna put a load out together or like a few out at the same time. So I think we're gonna gonna do so that. You're probably now. hearing that hearing those now, or mm-hmm. you will be hearing those if you keep listening. Yeah. And. And this is a yeah, continuation from our uh, our mid-season break. <laughs> yeah, these these ones were all ones that we uh, were able to get together and record in person because it was a summer and things were looking up. But uh, now it's October and things are looking shit again. Yeah. So, enjoy. <laughs> so, as everyone goes back into lockdown, I guess... I hope you will be listening more or again, yeah. you know, it kind of just started in lockdown and there was four people in lockdown. I suppose we kind of took a break as we were partying all summer and uh, it's back to lockdown. So yeah, here so you go. Here, <laughs> I can listen to some uh, nostalgia for that great summer we had. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't too bad in all fairness. Like, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah right. What was going on? Could be a lot worse. Yeah. Anyway. Good luck. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> what are we doing here? Let's forget our existential dread and grab another beer. And just live day to day like we've been doing it for years. And after all, it's neither there nor Why do why do I always eat Chinese food on Christmas? Because <laughs> it's the only place open. <laughs> and we're in. <laughs> what an opener. <laughs> um, little drink. <laughs> Refreshing bourbon. <laughs> so we got it working. Yeah. We've been at this for like over an hour yeah. <laughs> trying to get this to happen we're back in the same room though yeah we're face to face again and i feel like every single time we start this podcast now it's like so there's this new mic we've been trying <laughs> <laughs> we're working the shit out yeah forget what you heard we're definitely not professionals yeah <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey speak for yourself <laughs> i don't know you've been talking to we haven't done this in like three weeks yeah <laughs> i think <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll more. say that we'll just keep uploading in a few and then <laughs> no one will oh, yeah, we'll divide this into three half hour episodes so and then we'll <laughs> I'll back backdate them yeah. so you can't even tell yeah no just we what I was off last week and up here and we're supposed to get something done and then we just kind of went drinking instead and that's kind of that's kind of what happened yeah <laughs> so sorry to our faithful listeners Aaron Morrow uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you buddy yeah <laughs> <laughs> I did find it interesting whenever the guys came down to visit me and then I spent the night over at Rosie and John's in two friends of ours in Galway and as Aaron was sitting there listening to me and Owen talk, he said it was just like listening to the podcast, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even even me, it was like, oh, there's the reading nook from, yeah. <laughs> from episode one. <laughs> yeah, look at this, my reading nook, and we're like, oh, sweet, nice nook, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> get more cushions, padding it out, you know. Um, so yeah, well we see each we see each other, seen each other last weekend was it? Yeah, and, and the weekend, and weekend before. before. Yeah, you were actually down in Galway the weekend before. Yeah. Yeah. but before lockdown, that was for the first time in ages, really. Like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we start this again? You know, you should introduce yourselves, don't we? But we kind of we kind of gone past that. You know us. This is yeah. episode seven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening by now, I'd hope you'd know the differences yeah. in our voice. I'm Owen. I'm. Timmy. <laughs> Timmis? <laughs> Timmis? <laughs> um, I'm Thomas, by the way. Thommy? <laughs> Tom Ass? He's a bit large. Ass? <laughs> I don't know, do I? <laughs> I don't know. It's kinda, pert. Got enough chunk, anyway. <laughs> um, um, we usually ask what we've been at, yes. but we've been hanging out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, I've been at work all week, but we just hear me complain about work every week. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> Still shit? Yeah. Okay. Ah, we'll be better this week. Oh, that reminds me. Um, I was listening to... This blind, is how we get a bl- started. A Blind Boy <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we just... There's a podcast called Tangentially Speaking, which just... Every time I see that name, it's just that's just us as well. It's just like we just we just pick something we're supposed to talk about and then just go on wild tangents and then just try to bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> try to remember where what we were going on where about in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was listening to a, a, a Blind Boy episode and he had this guy, Paul. Oh dear, I'll try and remember to put his name in the description. Note to self do that thing i just said (laughs) (laughs) um but he's this guy in australia who's been um pioneering a lot of research into psychedelics for mental health Mm. and i was just thinking about it came into my head again today and i was like oh that's something that you would definitely be interested in like he was saying like how he started off talking about how nixon wasn't it nixon uh well he was against happy movement no he would have been like, you mean like the banning of like hallucinogenic yeah. stuff? Yeah. Because LSD was legal in America until 1966. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know if Nixon was in then actually. It was Nick, it was Nixon. It was, I'm just looking at my Hunter S. Thompson book. Yeah, but that was 72, wasn't it? But it was, I think that was still the same. Hmm, so you don't know enough era. American history. It was the I'm same pretty era sure, anyway. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Nixon anyway. But, uh, the, was, he was the one who started the war on drugs, I think. Yeah, 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 that's what this guy was talking about. And he was talking about how um, it was like his advisor at the time, he, he was in prison for some reason too. Jesus <laughs> 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 It was like blind boy. He was just like, hey, hang on a minute. Yeah, <laughs> Did you just say that his advisor what? came out of prison? <laughs> <laughs> it was like... But yeah, he he admitted like years later that he was like, oh yeah, we made all that up. It was like we knew that um, we knew that there that all the stuff we were saying about psychedelics wasn't true. Yeah. Basically, at that time, um, the anti-war movement they identified it as being hippies and black people. So they said these both of these groups take drugs, and then they basically smirch the whole idea of the drugs in order to associate it with yeah. them to then probably to just get discredit votes. these two specific groups yeah to just pretty much get votes probably yeah. and yeah appeal to the right that's that's kind of mad that's not surprising yeah. though, like the amount of shit that would go on yeah that's just like, it, I just look at, sorry i can't get over this, but this advisor was in prison sorry yeah <laughs> i don't know why i don't know i don't know if he said the reason because it was just it just he just kind of said it as a footnote it was like oh yeah he came out of prison and he said this it's like yeah. what yeah <laughs> That's insane. No, yeah, so that's mad. So they just made up everything, as you're saying, to just probably divide class, get people. It was basically it. just that they identified these two groups as being their biggest opposition, and then came up with this plan to, to completely discredit, discredit them. them. Yeah, and anything they say, which worked. Yeah, it because worked really even well. a, like, yeah, even if they give it to them, it was effective. At, at that time, psychedelics were this big, huge breakthrough in like, I think even at the time in like psychology and stuff mm. in that field. Would be because like it would be the study obviously of the mind and yeah. the altering of the mind and that would have been that would have been around the time surely of like I think that was around the time of like Charlie Manson and all that would be yeah. the time of John Douglas which is you know the mind mind hunters about but like oh, I've, yeah. I've read I've read most of his book like and he's like he redefined psychology like even normal psychology because he he came up with like the idea of like behaviors and what do you call them patterns and stuff for serial killers and everything so that would have been so because psycho- that's kind of like when psychology almost had like a kind of jump forward it's becoming more of a respected kind of field i think so that would make sense because then if the study of psychedelics which would be the study of the alternate of the mind it's very interesting yeah. hmm. um what was the other thing i was gonna say then oh yeah he was saying that like they've only it's only been like the last 15 years that they've started to make any progress in the research of like psychedelics and stuff because there was like at the time there was about 15 years before they got banned and everything and now there's been another 15 years more recently so it's like yeah it's kind of like it's big, kind of got a little bit lax now yeah. so they can kind of find start big, studying again yeah, like. but there's a big gap of uh of progress like where there's no progress is made yeah and they're saying even to do the studies that they're doing costs way more way more way more money because they have to go to like there's only a handful of labs that can actually produce the the drugs to the standard so that they can use it mm-hmm. and he yeah touched later on in the episode which i thought was really interesting he was saying that like the research the 
what did he say? The the treatment of using um, ketamine has like run way ahead of the research because ketamine is a legal drug that's just sitting in like doctors have access to it they can yeah. give it out if they want so without really understanding why it's good and stuff doctors are able to go it's like ah sure we'll try this for your depression yeah yeah so it's like it's it's like have there's documented benefits but there's no research so we they don't really know there's probably not enough research probably yeah. some research but there's probably like well, it's, it, but that's what i'm saying it's like they don't need to go through all these hoops to give out ketamine as they do to give out some psilocybin or something yeah what you yeah. yeah that makes sense and also it would be because i know what you mean because like ketamine supposed to been around for a long time but there's probably like it'd be harder to make like a prescribed version probably because they don't have the research back of like the amount to give say so than anything do you know what i mean like i would say they'd probably I, if you say doctors are giving this out like a lot more often then there's probably like at least a prescribed dosage whereas there hasn't been enough research even to give a prescribed dosage of any hallucinogenics, if you know what I mean. You know, if it's like a doctor's like, ah, well, I've heard some guy give whatever amount of ketamine to this guy who had depression, I'll just give him the same amount. Yeah. Where they don't actually have the kind of... It's really interesting because a lot of, like, a lot of psychedelics, is there, I think it was approved in... It's probably Colorado, I think, in America, because that's kind of like the state, I think, that's most open. I think it was first this first legalized... Like, I th- I'm pretty sure it was Colorado was the state, I think, the first... Because the reason I think it's probably the state is I think they were, like, the first ones or one of the first ones to legalize weed and everything is I think they're opening up trials for possible like, it's like psilocybin or LSD for um, PTSD for veterans and it's supposed to be because like the whole idea of an epiphany that you can have it's obviously very controlled and it's not like they're just fucking gonna get them whacked but the whole idea is that they kind of do it in a controlled environment and it's to them to kind of because they're supposed to put you down a rabbit hole, sort of, and that's what you're doing in a controlled environment to them to deal with. But apparently stuff like that's supposed to be very effective for PTSD, because what it is is like a problem, I think, for the PTSD is you keep reliving something, and you keep reliving something horrible, and it can be something that horrible that you've seen, or it could be something horrible that you've done, or it could be sort of that there, and it's the whole idea of trying to give yourself sort of a different perspective on what occurred. You know, so, like, if you blame yourself for something horrible, but then you can be, like it was a situation and it was like, it's the way I reacted. You know, you have to be like, you know, kind of in a way I was human. I didn't know what I was doing or I was scared or was something like that there. You know, how did I react? I reacted because I was scared. And that's what it's supposed to try and do in like a more of a controlled situation because the way it can kind of make you rabbit hole in your mind, but then make you think, think something different. Yeah. Hmm. It's an interesting idea. Like it's definitely, I'd say worth research. Like, <laughs> yeah, there, there was a thing he talked about people experience, Oh, I've forgotten the word now. He's when he said the word, I I recognized it, but now I it wasn't epiphany. No, nah, it was this. Uh, it's this idea of like, um, whenever you're, like, whenever you dream, for example, whenever you sleep and you dream, you're aware that that's a dreamlike um state that you're in. Mm. But they, he was saying people when people take psychedelics, they experience the the like trip quote-unquote as being more real than than you would a dream yeah it's like it almost makes their regular life seem like a dream so Mm. it's like they're have that's why they're having these epiphanies because it's like they're it's like they're experiencing something i guess their subconscious is like becoming more but i suppose if clear or whatever but i suppose you can't ever really remember dreams so like it's kind of more tangible evidence for them if they can remember what's going on and yeah hmm, makes sense but uh another thing too i thought was really interesting was um, or sorry, I meant to say as well. Uh, you're talking about PTSD. MDMA is another one that's used for mm. PTSD treatment. I've heard that too, but yeah. that was originally supposed to be some kind of like a marriage counseling drug. Yeah, he was saying even like the 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 way they're doing like the um, or I don't know if this is general or just one specific c- colleague of his or something was saying like the research they're doing is that they're getting like soldiers and their partners or spouses, and they both go and they both take. MDMA and then they um, go through the counselling together like mm, that would make a lot of sense because I would say like especially for that because obviously if you're a soldier coming back but it'd also be very hard if, like for your spouse to understand what you're going through and if that opens the person up because it might be clearly closed off I could understand why that would really like be effective but yeah it's really interesting a lot of this stuff is coming about now because I know like I know one of the biggest hurdles I'm sure they had to go through is probably I'd say it costs an awful lot more money and you'd have to go through like for like for example if like you make like a drug say for 
Like, it's, 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 there's a lot of hurdles, and it's hard to make. It takes about 15 years to make a proper drug for, like, uh, cancer or something. It takes four clinical trials, all this here stuff. But ethically, you, you've, all the clinical trials are, like, set, and you kind of know what you have to follow. But I'd say you have to go through some amount of ethics for all this stuff, because it's illegal narcotics. And then, because, like, I know for a fact, if you were to have, like, stuff on site, you're going to have to have, like, a logbook of, like, people going in. You have to have, like, a key card access, probably, so that you know who's in there at any time. There's going to be, like, one person probably on site that has, like, the key to it whenever you maybe as, like... So if you had one person who's a key to, like, say, the locker and you have a key card to get in, you know exactly who's in that room at that time, and then you have somebody there to record how much that they're taking. I'd imagine you'd have to go through all that ethics for, like, illegal narcotics, which takes an awful lot of time, effort, money, and planning. You know, well, one of, the, make it difficult. one of the things he was talking about was, um, like, whenever you, you think about... Uh, these like psychedelics as a as a treatment for depression, for example, is not the same as antidepressants, where you give you just go get your dose and you take them all the time. Mm. It's like you're there with a counselor for an eight hour psilocybin trip. Mm. Like it's way different. Like you know, it's a different, really different approach. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of harder to get your head around, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. but they're saying that's one of the the things. It's like like it's going to be if this becomes like a treatment that's going to be one of the biggest hurdles because that's expensive like you're, you're in for you know you have to be there you have to have someone like guiding you through it it's not just like you like that was one of the things which that he said which i should also say like don't take this research to be like well i'm depressed i'll go okay eat, <laughs> i'll go eat some magic mushrooms because it's not about just taking it it's about having someone there to guide you through this and like talk about how you're feeling yeah. and it's also about like someone who's trained to do this it's yeah. not like doing it with like your friends or something it's like these are people that are trained know what they're doing but kind of know like they're trying to get to probably it's i'm assuming like the root of your depression and yeah. why it's there and then whenever they find the cause of your depression maybe how you can fix that and like you know could be from trauma could just be from in general it could be clinical but they're just trying to fix it but yeah, yeah. you're right don't just like listen to this and be like yeah. that's a good idea yeah <laughs> Like you can have good experiences, like but uh, like not to try can, and find can, cures. Like you can also like they're saying that you can also have uh, you can also have experienced trauma on like a psychedelic trip that can affect you for your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> like and Blind Boy said there's a friend of his that took salvia and because that affects the like passage of time, he thought that he um, spent a year in the salvia trip even though it was like 15 minutes Jesus and he Christ. still thinks to this day that he's like got a, a year missing from his life Jesus Christ I know <laughs> I know when one of my uh, a guy my brother was in school with he um, he took like a magic mushroom or something or like or a, a couple but either way he ended up taking the equivalent like 1500 but he didn't mean to he had he had trip before but he, no he, he it was like he took a couple of really large ones or something but they find him like it affected him he didn't leave his house for like 5 years He they find him in a forest screaming naked like that's how intense it was. I was like, Jesus Christ! But you know what I mean. So you can hear good stories, and you hear something yeah. like that because he didn't mean to, and apparently he'd done it before plenty of times. But then there was just this one time. Yeah. He apparently didn't leave his house for five years. That's mad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like there's scary stories. There's good stories. There's bad stories. But that's why you should only take psychedelics with a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> no matter what happens, it's the best you can ever be from it. But yeah. But I know what you mean. It's very different, though, because, like, it's very interesting what you're bringing up and thinking about because, like, taking antidepressants. And I'm actually on antidepressants now, and that's what it is. I take them, like, you know, once every day. But it'd be interesting, I suppose. I wonder how that would work for me if, like, I was to sit with somebody for eight hours or just, like, even, like, because, like, you know, a constant session in general is usually an hour. It's, like, I wonder how much, like, it's. I find that very interesting idea of how much progress you could maybe make yeah. in that eight hours compared to, like, a month or something on antidepressants. Yeah. And... He was saying for that reason as well, it, like pharmaceutical companies aren't really interested in it because it's it might be a cure. A complete, of a treatment, yeah, it's yeah. like it's not really the same. Like it doesn't make sense for a company to be like, oh, we can profit off this, and everyone who uses it uses it once. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Like that is but maybe a, that's a good thing too. That it's a, it's a big thing because like there is like because I would say there would be some pharmaceuticals that would be like that and some that isn't it kind of it kind of like comes to it like there's there's definitely like some that would be more business orientated and there's others because I know like there's one in Europe I can't remember the name of them and they only do orphan drugs and orphan drugs are say for conditions that are incredibly rare so a larger pharmaceutical won't make them because it's not necessarily profitable so that's essentially what their target market is is like something for that like 800 people in Europe need and that's just what they make it for. Like, that's a pretty good mission. 
mm. to have but then that's the reason i do it because it is a needed medicine but yeah. maybe like something someone massive won't do it because well, it's such a small market but well what might or what probably won't happen is like you won't get like ridiculous markup and like markets like america or whatever oh yeah like here's it'll it'll be like if a company's making it it'll be like you get it straight from your doctor whatever you're you're not going to be like oh well we make acid we make the best acid (laughs) (laughs) Uh, give us those money (laughs) that's true can you imagine like no the way in america all like uh, medicines get advertised on the tv TV, yeah and you acid (laughs) yeah yeah Fucking, Come on down, eat some acid. <laughs> fucking yeah, take like fucking take up. This is the Family Bros MDMA company. Like, <laughs> it's mad though in America. Like compared to here, like over here, like fucking, you know, you get prescribed stuff. Like I just know because I studied di- uh, diabetes a lot and stuff in college and stuff. Like over here, you get like a blood glucose monitor for free from the Irish government. You'll get your strips. And actually, what actually happens is as new technology comes out new cases get it but if you're able to function or survive with your older ones they kind of let that they let you use that because it can cost a lot it's just kind of like it's almost like a cost saving measure but it makes sense so like if you've been using the same type of insulin for 15 insulin injector for 15 years and new one comes out you probably don't really need a new one because you've been using it for 15 years but in america it's like a blood glucose monitor you get over here for free and you get your strips for free and then you get your like insulin for free because you know it's a needed thing in america that blood glucose monitor costs you like 200 dollars. it's like 30 dollars for like 20 strips uh you you use you use three strips a day uh at least if not more depending on how severe your diabetes is then you have to take into account of the price of the insulin itself <laughs> and all this your stuff it's like over here this is all like just there's like i think i think at most you'll pay is 150 a month for everything and that's part of the drugs payment scheme and that's fair enough like yeah that like that's not that that's the whole reason that's there is that like i know even like my parents have available because they've both had heart attacks so they take like 10 to 15 pills a day but they pay like if they w- were buying all those separate it'd probably be like a grand a month each <laughs> it's they pay 150 and between them it's like that's that's acceptable <laughs> yeah Oh, America's insane. We studied yeah, a lot crazy. in college. <laughs> it's just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why have you done this? Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I I don't know if I talked about this on this podcast or just in general about like the idea of like some people describe MDMA as like a psychedelic and some don't. No, we were talking about it like last Friday or something. Oh, were we? I think we were chatting about it whenever yeah. we were chatting about it. I Maybe. think the day we were, I had the whiskey over here. I think, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, because it kind of, yeah, I get what you mean, yeah. Because I what you were saying then. Because, like, I know, I remember I listened to a podcast ages ago. It was uh, guys doing similar kind of research, I think, on uh, Russell Brand's podcast. Mm. And they were kind of, from what I remember, they weren't really. They didn't definitively say whether MDMA was a psychedelic or not, but he, this guy definitely put it in that same category like yeah. because one of the things he like they take into account is abuse potential mm. and like mdma doesn't really have the same as like cocaine mm, cocaine forms a proper isn't it is habit forming like yeah but then going back to like ketamine um which he, he described it's not a psychedelic it's a disassociative hallucinogen which i thought was an interesting Kinetic. distinction yeah it makes you hallucinate but it's not psychedelic it's a hallucinogen yeah and i was like hmm because that does have a high uh abuse potential mm. oh yeah sorry that's one of the things that i meant to say about the war on drugs thing like they purposely like th- what they did was they re um um what's the word they have a different word or a different like system in america we call it class a Oh, I get, yeah, they, I know what you mean, we have a class A, class B, class C, they, uh, like, reimagined it, but I mean, they, re, like, rebranded or renamed, but I, I know, yeah, I know like there's a, a word for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah they have a different, category, no, Categorized schedule, registers? schedule, oh, Ske- yeah, I think is, that, might, is that what, it might be schedule, schedule one or something, yeah, something. Which it's the same thing as class yeah. what we have over here, but it's called, so yeah, they, they rescheduled it, I think that's the right word, that sounds mm. right, I'm yeah. gonna stick with it, yeah, no one, no one check. <laughs> Just agree so with they, they so they rescheduled it, made a schedule one, which is the same category as like heroin and crack mm. stuff that's really addictive and has no benefit at all. And they knowingly did that 
knowing like, that there is <laughs> the association yeah. yeah if you associate anything with heroin it's going to be yeah. definitely like that's just i like that's that's it like public perception is sold pretty much yeah mm. um yeah so that was really cool i'll find that guy's name and uh put it in the description description you can listen to that episode because it's a really good one um it sounds really interesting yeah, yeah i haven't listened to blind boy in a while i just I just was scrolling through and I seen that one. It was like psychedelics. It was called like psychedelics as a cure for depression or something like that. And I was like, hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked about that in my podcast. <laughs> Must That's message good. Blind Boy and be like, hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the big idea? <laughs> I know you're like the number one podcast in Ireland. We have like seven episodes. But <laughs> Maybe we should try that. We'll just save up some for a while and then record this one. Once a once a day or it was, something. It was something. Yeah, it was like one a day for like three days, apparently. And then you can sometimes you can like do it right if you you can just randomly get to the top like one day of like in your country. Mm. I was just reading because it was I follow like podcasts on Reddit, and then that's yeah. what the guy was saying. And I was like, hmm, I might just try this for the crack, like you know, <laughs> and see what happens. Because it's like they were saying that even if you just get in top of your country for like a day or a day or two, you, it's just such a mass. It's, it's just more more but, visibility and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because yes. that can happen a lot, so why not? Yeah, maybe. Maybe you won't hear for us for another while, and then you'll hear a big... Then you'll hear a lot about us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm not really worried about that. I'm just uh, just having a good time. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like, hmm, the Irish Joe Rogan, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Even me and uh, showing Thomas the our views and, or our listens or whatever and it's like whoa we're doing so well oh, yeah. <laughs> we've got five recurring listeners yes <laughs> seven countries yeah it's unreal yeah <laughs> don't know who the fuck the people are in thailand and germany and the uk and <laughs> canada but no, nice to hear from you or sorry nice for you to hear us <laughs> nice to be listened to be heard yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> i feel so heard yeah um i started watching the leftovers I think I might have been talking to you about this in person. Is that the vampire show? No. No. That's uh, Damon Lindelof, who did Lost. And, and uh, Watchmen, which yeah. I still have to watch. The Leftovers. What's The Leftovers? It's like, it starts off and basically a lot of people just disappear all of a sudden. Um, and it's just the people that are left over? Yeah, like, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, like, the first, like, five minutes of the show is, like, everyone disappearing and then it skips forward three years so you get like the what's how people are dealing with it and like Mm. some people have started a cult and (laughs) that's pretty (laughs) happy some people went crazy you know just as you do (laughs) as you would have but yeah i finished the first season there the other day and i've watched two episodes of the new season or or, sorry of season two but yeah it's cool i'm really enjoying it that's good you're getting that whole kind of there's like a, there's mysteries kind of going on and yeah it's just a cool premise of like there's this weird thing that proves that there's some kind of supernatural there's some kind of supernatural occurrence that happens but there's no explanation and nobody knows they just know that something supernatural yeah. has happened yeah yeah and there's like a priest who's kind of he's like this is not like, because some people think it's a rapture, mm. and then he, this, there's a priest who's going around. He's proven it's like, oh, this person who disappeared was a drug dealer. It's like these are bad people. Yeah, this is like a rapture supposed to be only the bad people yeah, are left. So, I can't remember his reason now, but I remember, I remember at the time being like, oh, I actually get that because at the at the when you see it first, you're kind of like, why is he just being a dick? <laughs> <laughs> but then you understand his point of view, and you're kind of like, oh, I get it. Mm. But I suppose Damon Lindelof would write now in there to be like, everyone's going to think this is Rapture. I need one character to be proving that it's not. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, I suppose you kind of have to address that and all. Yeah, because that's the first thing that I would think. You know what I mean? That's the first thing you're going to think. So you, if you're going to try and do something yeah, it different. Ought, it automatically has this religious connotation, so you have to, you have to you address, have to address that, yeah. Especially if there's a cult then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really cool. I'm really enjoying it. Mm. And it's just three seasons too, so it's three seasons and like 10 episodes each season oh, so it's like nice we yeah nice we condensed sort of mm, good good for benjamin if you mm. if you're so inclined <laughs> <laughs> well i haven't i used to binge away stuff but mm. 
No, I don't do it as much now. It's kind of like when I get home now, granted, I suppose I've started watching New Girl. I'm already on season three, mm. and there's like 24 episodes. I just didn't think, like, I just like didn't think that show would be as funny as I yeah. thought it was. And it's kind of like good to sometimes just even have like eating dinner, or, like sitting in the background or something after work. But I just, it's just, it's just you just identify with the character Nick so well. But yeah. he's just the absolute just ultimate every man character. Man, yeah. Like, <laughs> just like that's exactly what he is. It's just he's almost like the most extreme version of it I've ever met. Yeah. It's like, God, I identify with him. <laughs> Were we talking? Uh, were we talking about this that he like he wants to be the? This, yeah, he want. Yeah, he has a really good philosophy. He like he never wants to have like a leading role. He just wants to always be like this, like the supporting role. And he just said that he just always wants to learn off people that are better than him. He's yeah. like a really good philosophy about it. He's like, no, I'm like happy with what I'm uh, at, but like to get better, I want to like learn from people who are better than me. And so by doing that, I'll be in the supporting role, which is really kind of like admirable because you kind of imagine anyone that's like an actor in Hollywood. It's like, right, gotta you know get that Oscar, gotta fucking. Yeah, exactly. It follows. <laughs> see, that's the thing. It follows on an awful lot of what we've been talking about, like ego is the enemy. Yeah. Like, it's, like, yeah. it's just like really like nice to hear. Even I've started reading that again. <laughs> just <laughs> be like, it's like just over the past couple of days, reading a wee chapter to get me get myself focused. And like one of the things in the one today was like the the general general um, something Sherman. Well, anyway, one of the reasons he, like he agreed to like. Um, to something, but under the condition that he wouldn't ha- that he wouldn't gain more like uh, rank or whatever. Mm. It's like it's like he agreed to do something for Lincoln at the time, and it was like only if I st- stick with this uh, position that I have, and I don't have to do this other stuff. <laughs> it's like it was this idea of like I'm I'm not ready to do that, so I'm not going to move on. Whereas we are so programmed to be like ah, oh, like do the next. It's like push, 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 go, go, yeah, go. Like a- it's like it's almost like we kind of our culture kind of promotes the like birth by fire idea it's like just you know if you're not ready just go for it anyway and you'll work it out yeah where he was like no nah, I'll, I'll do it when i'm when, when i'm ready. ready yeah but i know there's a, supposed to be that thing i can't remember the um the, there's actual name for it i think and there's a problem with that and the way it was described it was about like how being in the army and how people will flat will kind of like what do you call it, plateau in the army and what happens is you're a good private so you get like you know private second class private first class whatever then you get promoted to sar- corporal then you get promoted to sergeant and then you know you keep going up but then what happens is out of some way say you make it to like captain but then you can't get past captain because everything that you're doing you know how to do you know how to do you know how to do but whenever you get promoted you're eventually going to come across something that you don't know how to do and because you don't know how to do that, but then you're in a position where maybe you're sort of like, it's sort of like you're too high to maybe be asking for help or you're, it's harder to talk to your superiors. You'll kind of like f- flatline there because you, you need, you'll need help to figure out how to do it or you won't be able to figure out how to do it. But the problem with that is, is that you might be able to do something really well in a position above or you might have been better suited to the position lower. Mm. But because of the way, as you're saying, that we're born, or, not, or sorry, we're bred now, like birth by fire and just go and do it. It can actually work out being detrimental because you're not essentially you're not doing you're probably not going to be the happiest in what you're doing you're not doing the best that you can be doing and but you could also be be preventing someone who might be better at doing what you yeah. need to do so you're kind of you're in this position that you can't you can't uh progress because you can't do this certain thing mm. but then that also means that you're in the wrong position and you're not you're not helping anymore yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even getting like satisfaction because you're like stuck yeah <laughs> just whereas at the lower position even if it's just one rank or two ranks lower you might have been yeah. far better off but then it'll but it also means like the reason reason like the army description is that might have made you far better off for your unit yeah in that kind of way i think that's why the that's why i think the army was a good used as an example because i thought that was because that's all about teamwork and a group yeah so that's why it makes more sense yeah th- there's a thing even he used to like um other um he used to basically support other like I don't know what the things are like platoon leader or yeah. squad or, or I, I don't commander know. or captain yeah. or something. So like, like someone leading a different army or a different section of the army who was actually a lesser rank than him, he would be like, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it. You do that. I'll support you." Yeah. Like he's like he didn't care about you know himself or his fame or whatever. He just was like, "This is what will 
make things better and so that's what i will do he, yeah, he wasn't looking for the glory he wasn't yeah. looking for his name which is like which is quite hard to come by yeah. usually yeah but then he also had huge success later in life and the re- they like basically the reason he, that he was able to handle that so well is because all this prep work he put in of being humble and mm. like i was thinking because like, i know at work recently like obviously i won't name any names but there's a guy he's left now but they were saying that like he like listens to like fucking podcasts and success and all about how to get forward and stuff like this and they were saying that like <laughs> he wouldn't sit with people of his own level he would just try and only sit with like the managers and supervisors he wouldn't like he wouldn't like he wouldn't eat lunch with any of us he wouldn't even talk to people if they didn't have to and the only thing i was thinking is like you might be trying to like work your way up with like these people that are higher ups which is obviously a good thing you should be maybe friends with them or whatever or like you should be able to get on with them or talk to them but like what if you're what if you're promoted to a position with someone that you've just been ignoring the whole time as well so yeah you say you've been working really hard but you're like like that's what i mean like he wouldn't like for like for the first six months he wouldn't like talk to anyone on the same level as him he would only like talk to managers and supervisors trying to like you know get move further up the ladder and there's nothing wrong with someone wants to succeed but it's like but what about like everyone that you're working with like you you know you're the same age as me so say if we get promoted together and you haven't talked to me at all well if we've been working in the same position that also means that if we get promoted to say a position higher up say then and i have we have to talk to people that are we're in our position they're all going to definitely talk to me or get on better yeah. with me and then provide a better work because of that because i've actually been I've actually developed like some kind of relationship with them. Yeah, I just thought that was very like it's very like like they were like there's nothing wrong wanting to succeed, but like don't don't be dis- disregarding everyone else on the same level, or you're also like don't be trying to think that you're better than people because of that. Like it's yeah. very, it was very like it was very stark reality of it. I was like Jesus Christ. That's like uh, one of the oh it was Will- William Sherman it was the mm. guy I was just checking up because I realized. I hadn't said it. <laughs> I just kept being like, I'll remember his name and then I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I better say his actual name. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's another thing in that book called, uh, I think it's called Clear in the Path, mm. of the, which is the idea of like, just basically whatever field you're in, if you just help other people, it's going to benefit you too. Like mm. like you're saying, if, if, if you're like, if you're working with people and you could still both be, you're maybe in competition for the same job or whatever Mm. but if you improve if you help them you're improving the general work environment you could be improving like imagine imagine um you're working to i don't know say you're working on a new drug Mm. and then you're like oh well i'm not gonna (laughs) fucking (laughs) show you my notes (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna get all the credit that's bullshit like that that happens an awful lot in science for you. Like people have like there's been there's like that's why you have to there's a big thing. I know one of my lectures at college, he was saying that like he brought someone forward for he did his PhD in DIT, I think. And he used like back then he was using like computers and he would have saved all the files in computers and probably in discs and he would have had to then probably for his published paper leave like that information in back there but he apparently saved some stuff onto a computer and probably forgot about it and some guy used all of his notes and research to get a paper published under his name but didn't you have to like reference everyone but didn't reference him and like that's a like that's a real big slight but particularly as well if you get an awful lot of credit from it and at least to something else so it's kind of like it's it's basically somebody just took his work and claimed it as their own like and he brought them to like you can get to like a essentially like a scientific trial where you can say no this is my work like i can prove that it's work and like, of course like his name got disgraced then because of that but it's his own fault and all he had to do was contact him and be like i'm gonna use our work and we're both gonna get our names in this paper and he would have probably done just as well except he wouldn't have ever got his it all taken away from him if you know what i mean yeah it, but it happens a lot in science for some people can be like vindictive like that but the whole point of science is supposed to be like we're even if you want to go way back to it like if you take like spectroscopy and stuff which some of the stuff i would use like that that come that comes from the photoelectric effect which was what einstein won his nobel prize for which is like fucking almost 100 years ago like it's all supposed to be building and we're supposed to be almost like improving everything and then the next generation will take over but it's not really like that anymore it's more like as you say like drive to succeed do your best take your fucking like it's mad i know yeah one of the most severe cases of it was in japan these guys in 2014 they got published in nature and biology two of the massive journals they said that they could make adult stem cells into 
um, essentially pluripotent stem cells, which is essentially what embryonic stem cells are. So we're going to get a bit intense here, but adult stem cells are like tissue specific. So you can get adult stem cells from, say, a muscle, and you can use them in muscle tissues. But then the difference about embryonic stem cells is they can become any cell, which is what pluripotent, well, can become most cells, and then omnipotent, which is kind of like a rare thing, is means they can become any cells. And they said that they could turn tissue specific or adult stem cells into pluripotent stem cells which means you could take like you know stem cells from a, an adult's muscle and make them into heart muscle tissues and it was all false and what they may what they did uh, reason yeah that, i think i remember you talking to me yeah for this many times they reasoned that maybe they might have infected their petri dish by accident or that's uh, what yeah. it was in a trial that with that but what they did do is whenever they got published then people couldn't recreate the results which is obviously a big thing you have to be able yeah. to re- reproduce other experiments they they gave out then like uh, follow these steps like you know make sure it's all like this and of course nobody could get it done but uh, two people lost their P- they lost their like their PhDs their doctors but one of them like killed themselves and all over it. like their entire like their entire career was destroyed for it fuck yeah like that's the thing but if they hadn't bothered getting published or even if they hadn't lied after and maybe said oh, it was an accident but like yeah they got their like the whole thing like, it's really intense that like one of them ended up killing himself but that was all their like their they wouldn't have ever gotten a job again because of it because they were essentially outed as being well they not even the fact that they lied they doctored their results yeah very intense <laughs> <laughs> another tangent there <laughs> <laughs> yeah we but yeah. went on to all the wee tidbits i learned in college i did a, i did a whole like uh presentation on that so that's why i remember it so well ah, okay yeah cool i did a presentation on stem cells and then we were talking about ethics as well um I'm trying to think what else i've been at hmm. uh oh we're talking about binging stuff i kind of binged the whole season two of what we do in the shadows there no i still have to start it actually yeah i've d- i just like seen that there was 10 episodes out and i was like oh i haven't seen any of them yeah and then <laughs> over about three or four days i watched them all yeah <laughs> Good. Yeah, I've been meaning to just even rewatch that movie because yeah, just, uh, well, I was actually gonna uh, when I was watching, I was like, oh, we should. I was trying to think of like an excuse, and I was like, mm. oh, maybe we could do like uh, vampire movies. Oh yeah, I'd definitely. And then do that. we can wrap it all up with what we do in the shadows, which yeah. might be the best. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, because I haven't seen uh, Dracula. Uh, I have. I actually watched it. I think a year or two ago. But I watched a video there. Patrick H. Willems did on like the it was like the original Dark Universe from the 90s mm. but it wasn't called that but there was like a period where they made Dracula and they made they like they, they marketed them like Bram Stoker's Dracula was the yeah. first one then they had Mary Shelley's Frankenstein Fine. which apparently is a disaster <laughs> it's got Robert De Niro as Frankenstein's monster oh really Jesus <laughs> I haven't even heard of that one <laughs> Jesus Christ and then they made they were i think they wanted to make wolfman like the actual ip but they couldn't for some reason but they did make like a some kind of wolverine movie with jack nicholson wolverine you mean wolfman or, or like was yeah, it like american or, werewolf? werewolf sorry no <laughs> was it yeah american werewolf werewolverine werewolverine <laughs> Were, were, werewolverine? There's that's a... gotta be like some kind of there's got to be some oh, definitely some is. comic where they there's a like, there's a captain america comic where it becomes a werewolf for like six issues <laughs> so there's definitely a Wolverine comic where it becomes like a well. Yeah, it's like some kind of enchanted Wolverine bites Logan, and then he becomes a where 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 Wolverine. I'm yeah. finding it difficult to say that. Yeah. Wolverine. So he gets his. So he becomes Wolverine under a full moon or something. I don't know. It's got there's so many weird like yeah, comics. It's got to exist somewhere in yeah. history. Did you know Wolverine was initially going to be called the ba- the Badger? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you said that. Yeah, could have been. And his first costume, he was just like the last panel of the Hulk thing, but he'd be whiskers and all like. <laughs> <laughs> There's no story at all like about him at all. It was just somebody for him to, for Hulk to fight. <laughs> the, the badger. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I'd say there's definitely comic about that. Comic books are weird, like especially if you go back like a couple of decades or. Something's gonna happen. It's seventy plus years of coming out every month. Like it's got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some point. There, and like there's so many, but there, just that there's so many like weird wee offshoots and all like the. Yeah, like these like, I think we talked some about and, them. Yeah. There's that 
Batman v Predator and stuff like that. There, and there's Batman versus Judge Dredd, and the funny thing about that was is like that ended up like I don't think it's supposed to be very good, but that ended up into such like a thing that there was like literally like they were sitting in like a room with like lawyers and it was like right well. Every time Judge Dredd gets punched by Batman, he has to punch Batman at least the exact same amount of times and within, like, two pages. <laughs> like, it came down to these, like, rules of being, like, no, you're not going to make our character look better than your character. And it got, like, really, like, fucking, like, all, like, if, like, you know, Batman has a full page, then the next page has to be a full page of Judge Dredd and stuff like this. Like, so petty. Like. Yeah, yeah, like, that's exactly what it was. Like, and, of course, I think... The reason behind that was probably like a, an artist or a writer was like, I have a good enough story for these guys. You know, this would be kind of yeah. cool. And then it was and then like, just like, nah, nah. <laughs> completely destroyed. <laughs> uh, was I telling you about I watched uh, Driving Miss Daisy <laughs> recently? Oh, yeah, you were, you were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's <What>? weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the product of his time, we were saying. Time. Like, the whole time we hear Morgan Freeman talk, I'm just like, is this racist? <laughs> is he being racist to himself? <laughs> but I think the problem, I realized like towards the end what was wrong, because it's got Morgan Freeman and it's got um, Dan Aykroyd, mm. who are kind of, they're, they're actors that you're very aware of, if you know what I mean. You'd notice them in anything. If yeah. they popped up for a camera, you'd be like, I know exactly who they it's are. It's like, yeah, there's like, there's certain actors who, when you see them, you're just like, oh, that's that actor. Like Tom Cruise is an example. Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise doesn't play characters. Tom Cruise plays Tom Cruise being in a movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and then you see someone like Dan Aykroyd, you're like, oh, Ghostbusters or whatever. You've got these associations. And then like, so he's doing like a Southern voice and then... Morgan Freeman's doing this weird accent to, to sh- like it's supposed to be so that you recognize him being as like a not well off kind of like lower class kind of black man yeah, yeah but it's just like <laughs> but because you're so familiar with Morgan Fre- like like that's what you almost as famous as his face is his voice nice. yeah <laughs> like, so when you when you hear him like doing this weird for him doing any other voice it just, yeah, it's, it's like, just wrong it's like something's not right here but yeah like it, it's actually a nice little movie to be honest like it's yeah. it's quite a it's quite pleasant and just feel good and everything but yeah it's just the whole time if it was another actor i think like that's what i kind of realized if it was someone like i like thinking of like a current actor uh it was weird actually because the first like actor I thought of would be good in that role would be like Mahershala Ali and then I realised oh, yeah. oh well he did that role in Green Book <laughs> <laughs> well that's, that's why <laughs> it's not like, the same thing of like a, a, a rich white man being driven around by a black guy instead of a rich <laughs> Mahershala Ali he's <laughs> I just thought of the there was like a joke that came through my head at one point <laughs> I'll just go for it yeah. we're in a safe place yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like uh, the first time that he's driving Miss Daisy around <gasps> I just got just got what I was called that <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's like uh, this old rich Jewish lady and she's talking about uh, her husband used to drive her around and she knows all the uh, all the tricks of driving and everything. So she's keeping an eye on Morgan Freeman. And she's like, oh, you're going too fast. And she, he's like, oh, I'm only going 18 and, a, and it's like a 30 zone or, or whatever. And she's like, oh, I'll go down 15. And she's like, oh, my husband told me that's how you save money. And I was just like, ah, so he was a Jew as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jewish. It's, yeah. No, you're like I was, chat- I, was chat- I was chatting to my dad about this and like I don't know if it is a thing but it is it is okay like it's okay to say the term Jew because it's not like it's like you can't it's, 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 it's she's still white like no but yeah <laughs> it depends how you say it but I know one of my dad's friend in America I remember meeting him is like he was like um he was the head scientist in Biosept at the time what was his name Pavel Pavel I can't remember his last name but he was like he was chatting to my dad my dad said something he was like yeah sure I'm a Jew and my dad was kind of like I thought you like weren't supposed to refer to yourself like that he was like but I'm a Jew it's always sunny do really well whenever like oh yeah when the Israeli guy comes over yeah, 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 it's, yeah. Like they, it's like they call him a Jew and it's like it's like we need to get this Jew out of here and it's like Max like I've already thought about the context and that was fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it in my head yeah, yeah. and it, or or uh, 
And then like there's another point where Dennis is like, oh man, this fucking Jew. And they're like, whoa! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like, that was not okay. <laughs> so it's like, sometimes you can say Jew. Sometimes you have to say Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> there's, um, I was actually listening, it was on Irish radio today. They were saying that Scrabble, I think, is coming out with a list of like words that they're banned. Was it Scrabble? I think they were talking about. But one of the words was culty. Which is a bit weird, and they were like, "Cause like, but see, this isn't like an American stuff, and like, apparently it might be kind of offensive there." And I was like, "It's kind of weird, cause like, that wouldn't at all be like you could definitely call somebody a culture here, and it would be a compliment almost or a joke, like it wouldn't be anything." And then they were chatting about the term like "patty" as well, of course, and I was like. I don't think I'd get insulted if I was like called a patty and then uh, somebody texted in being like, I think patty's kind of a word we can say to ourselves, but to be completely honest, you know, if a, a really like stuck up English guy called me a patty, I think I'd be a pretty pissed off. And I was like, that- you can't say it if you're English. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah. I was kind of like, actually, yeah, because I was kind of thinking to myself, I was like, I don't think I care if anybody called me like a patty or a patty bastard. And I was like, yeah, I would. Or a Brit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> like yeah i think i would take it from a lot of people but i don't think i take it from a brit like yeah, it's just kind of like yeah. uh, the guy texted in saying that and i was like that is 100 percent yeah that sounds about right yeah <laughs> it's our word, it's our word. <laughs> but you know what i mean if a black guy called me a patty i don't think i'd care that much yeah but if he's a black english guy i might care <laughs> mm. yeah you see if it was a black English guy, I'd be like, ah, yeah. they probably fucked you over too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of why you're in England. <laughs> um, but I, hmm. it's still a good wee movie. But it is funny, just like those little, like it's weird because we kind of like know that stereotype without really knowing what the context is i suppose we probably just know it from movies but we wouldn't have a notion yeah. about like it's or not even like it's not even from movies it's like it's like from people joking about like that's what jewish people do is they hoard money yeah oh yeah true enough like like because there's i know i think i've said this before i think the like largest population of jewish people is in cork which is like literally as far away in this country as you can get from us <laughs> yeah. so like we don't really have many jewish people around but yeah, like, I think I said it before, even on this, like, my stereotypical image of a Jewish man is, like, Eugene Levy from American yeah. Pie, and that's just yeah. from watching American Pie. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's where a lot of this stuff's probably coming from, and that's from me, like, when I was, like, 14 watching American Pie. Yeah. Never met a Jewish person before. <laughs> it makes sense, though, like, because they were all just, they're all immigrants, too, like, the rest of America, I suppose, and... Mm. But especially if you take, like, I suppose, let's say, from reading Mice and stuff, a lot of them, like, maybe that would have been immigrants, could have been coming from, like, World War Two era. Yeah. So, like, they're coming with I mean. they're coming fucking from nothing. nothing. <laughs> and they're, the reason that they're, they have to, like, they, had they to. have to save everything. Like, they have to be really, like, yeah, coming from having no food and everything. And, mm. like, there's even a part where um, she loses the rag because um, he eats a, can of beans or something yeah <laughs> and it's like and like that kind of i was like oh that makes sense too it's like well they if they were coming from that era then they would have been like food would have been like heavily rationed they would have like if you're brought up in that you're thing, always gonna be like that like you're always yeah. gonna be thinking because like, but they could like, but like even but it's like it's completely generational too because her son is the person who like uh hired the hired morgan freeman her son, son is dan Aykroyd, by the way hmm. um so like he doesn't give a fuck about any of this, but when you but when you see her talk, you see that that stereotype because she's that previous generation, mm. and she knows what it's like to not have something, yeah. and that's why it's kind of coming from. Hmm, it's interesting in the scene stuff like that. Oh, I had something to say there, but I can't remember now. Hmm. That's all right. Hmm. <laughs> this is just dead air. Don't now. worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> But it's very, that's very interesting. But yeah, like, what do you mean? Like, it's very funny just thinking about like all these stereotypes are just movies and TV shows and stuff. It's all stereotypes. It's like, yeah, we just we we just know that it's a joke for some reason. Yeah, like, yeah I don't know why. Like, I know why, why is that? So it's like, then, like why why are the Irish considered drunks? Like, and we drink a lot, obviously yeah. too. But that is the stereotypical. Or there's always that there thing as well. The the Irish accent, like American movies, it doesn't exist. They're oh, top of the morning to you. That's what I was actually gonna say to you when you're talking about that patty thing. I was watching. Um, I'm gonna bring them up again. Fucking 
uh, Mr. Sunday movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we keep, we keep talking about these guys. Yeah, it's just a class. Our, like, our, yeah, our peers in the yeah. podcasting <laughs> world. But uh, they were talking about uh, Pacific Rim. Did you watch that video? No, no. I think it's the Caravan of Garbage one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, they're at the minute they're doing like movies that take place in 2020. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> so they've done like Rain of Fire, Pacific Rim. Uh, can't remember if they've done a third one or not. But they were talking about there's two Australian characters and they're like, oh, this is like, like just them giving out about their accents. I was like, this is how every yeah, Irish person <laughs> feels and when they see like an Irish accent. But they were they were it was funny when they were talking about it because they were like, oh, well, you see what happens is like whenever Australians go to another country is they dial up the like oh, good day mate it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like they pure it's like they amp it up so that's the, what these accents are it's like they're they're, they're Australians that have left and they're they're they're, they're showing after Australians yeah, yeah. well I know like I heard before that maybe the like the Irish accent in like TV shows and stuff might be like kind of it's kind of like it was might have been I heard I don't know what it was maybe it was something but it was like one actor like did it like years ago and that's what it was like. That's just where it came from. Like it's yeah. the same thing with you know the way like pirates talk. That was apparently one actor the whole like Armity. This is how we talk and all. Like, yeah. That was apparently one actor just decided to do that. Had absolutely no research. Yeah, I, think in I, remember, I think I remember hearing that before. Yeah, it was like one of those old, just whatever classic pirate movie. Like yeah, and that's just where the whole kind of stereotype of them comes from now. But I think just Irish is such a weird. Like, well, we have so many accents. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> which one do you pick? It's like? so hard to do it. Yeah, you have to really know how to how to do it. Like, because yeah. if you could say one word with a Cork accent, one word with a Dublin accent, one word with a Sligo accent, and one word with a Derry like, accent, and then like, <laughs> like Dublin is like fucking. You have like D four, which is a nickname like West Brits, because they're like such posh. It is yeah. almost like an Asian accent. And then you have like everyone assumes like the whole kind of like. Skanger accent, like, oh, give us two euro for the bus. Yeah. Like, I love my sick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jade's accent. <laughs> what's but, the what's the phrase Paul always says? A butter burger. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, you know, like I always it's like, like uh, fucking reminds me of the Dan. Is it Snatter? Yeah, <laughs> Snatter. Ah, <laughs> <Hi>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then like fucking like and like it's just because like there's even Donegal has so many different accents like with Larry yeah. Kane and Bob Face different accents. Guy Doors you go down like, the road and you're like what? Where yeah. are you from? <laughs> and then even if you think just like Derry's Derry's just like the next county over, but it's only like forty minutes away. <laughs> and they can... really butcher the English language. Yeah, yeah, over yeah. There. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn fucking right. <laughs> oh shit! I should have checked those stats to see how many people are listening in Derry before I said yeah. that joke. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we take that back. Please listen to us. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought it was mad in like accent wise for a movie. Is he, like uh, one of my favorite movies? I think always will be Snatch. Oh yeah, and you know like Brad Pitt plays like what's called a pikey in that, yeah. which I suppose is like the English version of a traveler. But I was like, when I first seen that, I was like, I don't know how this American guy's gonna do the accent. <laughs> just fucking does yeah, so does a really well. Good job, yeah. yeah, just like I seen that, and I was like, that's but again, why. That's because he's chosen a very specific. Yeah, it's like, not a general. This is what an Irish person sounds like. This yeah. is what a very specific. Like persons, so like not even that, like that's it. It's almost like it's not even like a. It's like a person rather than a general. It's a person from an area rather yeah. than a general, rather than being like, "Oh, top of the morning to you, I'm yeah. Irish." Or it's almost um, like he's doing an impression, yeah, of a, of a, of some exact person that he met or something. Which is because that movie is why I always thought, yeah, Brad Pitt's a really good actor. Just even yeah. that one, because it's like that's yeah. that's really good. Um, it's going up in half seven. Do you need to make tracks? Uh, probably. So, so I picked her up. It was supposed to be her earlier, but then I, I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a very one-sided conversation if you were here. <laughs> <while asleep. laughs> I didn't expect to sleep so much today, but I just had a lot to catch up on. I guess. All right, let's. Uh, I'll take a five. Yeah. I'm going to take a five. I'm going to take a five. Hopefully We're... we'll come back. Not like the last time. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be in a couple of weeks. But yeah. but for you listening, it'll just feel like, well, probably like 10 seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Bye. 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 Bye.
shit show While we try to leave it better for everyone else What are we doing here? Let's forget our existential dread Grab another beer And just live day to day like we've been doing it for years And after all it's neither there nor here That each of us are worthless In that regard we're all exactly the same It doesn't mean that we should all just care less Need each other in a world that's this insane Why?